All right, we are on. Hello, everybody. Um, Coach Juan here uh, with podcast edification and well-being. A new episode. I haven't. I've been uh, away for a while. I think my last post was exactly a month ago, a month and one day ago. Uh, conversation with a Canadian uh, physical education teacher Dan Allen. Uh, Allen, I'm sorry. Pretty fascinating conversation. Um, I haven't been pretty active in the podcasting thing. Uh, been having new clients, uh, new uh, group fitness classes, trying to find new business and all that. So, and hey, I don't, I don't live off of uh, podcasting. I would love to. Yeah, uh, clearly it would be a less of a hectic life, not necessarily a simpler one, um, but it would be <laughs> less of a hectic life. Um, so, you know, of, of course the ideal for me with this podcast is to keep bringing new episodes at least, at least every two weeks, uh, but there's no guarantee, right? I don't, I don't make a living out of podcasting, as I said, so I'll, I'll just keep doing my best, um, to, to, to keep them coming as, as consecutively as possible. Um, a lot of things happening again, new, uh, new clients, trying to find new clients. Uh, I started doing business with a martial arts school to offer uh, group exercise classes for the community. And I may possibly uh, be starting, uh, start training their um, competitive team. Uh, uh, in terms of a functional training, of course, not in martial arts, although I was a martial artist. And I know plenty of martial art, but not not in that aspect. That's what I do. I will focus on. I'll be focusing on, on their uh, their mobility and strength aspects and functionality, as you know, uh, integrated towards martial arts. Okay. Um, before I continue, if you're listening to this again, thank you. As I've always said, for for listening to my podcast. Uh, this is a podcast in which I explore. Topics of, uh, in general, I would say, but mostly of physical education and 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 health, um, but also education in general or learning. But for me, uh, uh, and, and today I'm going to go a little deeper on that. To me, every type of learning is physical education, regardless of of what type of learning. You could be learning to play a new, uh, learn to play the piano. And you have to go through that process of physical education to, to learn, right? Uh, the, the, your sitting position, your breathing timing, your if you're singing while you're playing the piano, that timing, it's all a physical process. And uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit. But um, so anyways, I was saying thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you've been in, listening to this podcast before, Thank you a thousand and million times. I'm grateful uh, um, for you for tuning in and, and supporting the podcast in that uh, sense. Um, I would say um, if you like my podcast, you can always uh, visit my anchor.fm. I will be opening also a Patreon for, for the podcast. But for the moment, anchor.fm website, there is going to be a link in the description of this episode. Uh, and you can donate uh, monetarily, like one dollar a month, five dollars a month, and whatnot. And you know, for for research purposes, because this podcast is a complement for a book that I've been writing on the topic of physical education and health. 
from that philosophical and sociocultural uh, perspective more than, than f from the fitness point of view. I've been visiting uh, uh, libraries and taking pictures of, you know, of the, the, the tremendous amount of, of exercise books and, you know, you know, training type of books and nutrition and diets. And uh, if you've visited or if you visit the, the, the library or if you visit uh, like a bookstore, it's it's surprising. It's crazy the amount of, 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 of books that are promoting their their unique systems and every one of them is pulling to their own side. Um, to my opinion, creating this uh, wave of confusion in the general public as, as of how to approach health and, and, and fitness and physical education and good nutrition in general. So, that's the part of the research that I've been doing. I've been um, writing and taking notes uh, whenever I can, but uh, definitely any donation that you, that you can have, that you can uh, uh, provide to this podcast then will, will be uh, spent on that. Um, I, I've been thinking also of, of creating a Kickstarter. I, I haven't doing it yet. I haven't done it yet. I, I'll visit the, the website and read all the specifics and whatnot and create an account um, to see if I can, I can accelerate the process of, of writing this book at least dedicating more time to it and also access to research. Uh, I've been, I was trying to access a research the other day on the dynamic systems theories uh, as regards uh, uh, it related to, to motor, motor learning, but just one single paper, you know, six pages, it was $130. So either that way or another way that I've been saying or, or, or asking uh, for, for you, or anyone you can recommend to donate is to donate. I'm sorry, is to donate research papers. Like if you have anything related to um, physical education, anything related to learning, anything related to to learning psychology or education or health in general or learning in general, uh, you can always send me uh, send it to me at my email. Uh, it will be in the description also of, of this episode and. That would be a good way to donate, right? Because that way I don't have to pay for it, and and, and you don't necessarily have to donate money for it. Although it's no no obligation, right? But it would be really good, anyways. So those are are, are two ways to to donate to this podcast. Um, keep participating, keep listening to the podcast. Um, it doesn't matter the frequency. If you just sub subscribe to the podcast in whatever. Uh, uh, a platform you listen to yours. I use Anchor.fm to record and to publish, and then from there it is published to Google uh, Podcast, to Apple Podcast, to Stitcher, to uh, also to Spotify. In fact, Anchor uh, was acquired by Spotify a few weeks ago, so that's uh, perhaps that's a good thing, or maybe that's a good thing. I don't know yet, but um, I'm, I'm in most. Most post podcasting flat platforms, I'm, I'm there, and once you subscribe, then every every time uh, there's a new episode, just you know, take your, your time and 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 hit play. Um, as I've been saying before, this is quite uh, uh, I would say uh, long format podcast, meaning that sometimes my episodes go beyond one hour or have more than half an hour, um, and sometimes they go up to two hours. Uh, as is the case of a couple of my episodes. 
So my recommendation is always to, hey, listen to the podcast or, you know, hit play when you're in the car while driving to work uh, or while you're working out or while you're walking your dog. You know, you don't necessarily have to sit down for one hour, an hour and a half doing nothing and listening to the podcast. Another thing that I do to listen to my podcast, the ones that I follow, is just once I go to bed, I just start listening to them for a couple of minutes and I just hit stop and continue the next day, you know, whenever I have time. Um, but I think that's the, 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 the best way to participate is just to, to listen to the podcast and to talk about the topics I present here with your friends, with your family, uh, with your peers. Um, and also talk to me about it, right? Whatever you think about this podcast, whatever, however, however you think, uh, the podcast is, or if you think it's crap, if you think it's, it's very uh, interesting and very educational, um, shoot me an email, uh, uh, tell me about it, tell me about you and, and, and where you're listening from and what do you do, what is your profession, perhaps you are someone that I might be interested in for, uh, uh, for having a, a chat in this podcast, whether you are a teacher, whether you are a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a, or a, a health and fitness related coach or sports coach or whatnot. Uh, if you tell me about yourself and then, you know, I'll, I'll, it is something that can happen. And that's interesting because I'm always looking for people to talk. Um, my, I didn't post anything in the last, uh, past two weeks because I had programmed an interview with, a, um, a physiotherapist from New York, Dr. Brent Brookbush, who was very diligent and very, uh, kind. It's just that somehow anchor didn't work for both of us. And the, the, the recording step kept falling or dropping. And, well, he, he agreed to do it again uh, as soon as I find another way, like a way to record perhaps a, a Skype call or WhatsApp call or whatever. So we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll keep in contact. But I think what he does is very interesting. He has a, a, a sports and physiotherapy institute in New York City. It's called, the, uh, I think it's Brookbush, it's Brookbush Institute. Uh, you can check him out or, 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 you know, in his social media. And I'll put all of, all of his information in the description of whatever episode I do with him. Okay. Uh, but I felt like I shouldn't go beyond this point. Uh, uh, beyond this point uh, without posting anything. Um, and so I've been taking notes and I want to share a few things, uh, uh, that I've been, uh, taking notes or reading about. And there is a, a sort of like a, I would say an analysis or source or, or, or me commenting on a post that I saw on social media about Will Smith and his wife and how, um, he says that her happiness is not his responsibility, uh, or vice versa. And I think it's very interesting, but I want to uh, uh, I want to start with uh, with something that I've been working on, right, for my book, and not just for my book, but for me to uh, help uh, educate my clients um, more when it uh, when it comes to to physical education and their physical literacy and their movement and whatnot. Uh, so I took a note on uh i took I, I i took notes on what i understand it is it sh or should or the way physical education should be defined 
uh, uh, define, I'm sorry. I think we, I think we got it wrong. I think when we talk, well, I don't think it's something that I've had experience in uh, as a physical education teacher at schools or the, 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 the couple times that I've collaborated in, in universities and the couple times that I've uh, taught physical education per se in, in different organizations or uh, even in health and fitness classes, which I consider to be physical education anyways, which is physical education, not just because I consider it, but because it is. Uh, is that we have a, its definition wrong, right? When I talk to someone, and this is something I've mentioned many times in this podcast, when I talk to someone about physical education, people uh, bring their minds back to, to school, right? To whatever class they took at school that was called phys ed or gym class. Uh, and it was mostly recreation or any sort of like uh, recreational sports, like sporting activity. And uh, I think, and, and in fact, once you hear this definition, uh, hit me out, uh, shoot me an email or comment in whatever platform and, and let me know what you think. So I think that physical education is the process through which any organism learns to, to interact with itself and with the environment and survive, okay? And this is the way I see it, okay? And I'm going to be reading out of a, a note that I took. Every organism, regardless of species, size, or form, goes through the process of physical education from the moment of its inception up to the moment of its death, whether it is aware of it or not, you know, consciously or subconsciously, in order for it to interact with the environment physically and socially. This process occurs constantly throughout the organism's life at every single stage of learning in every single situation. For every single species in this world is physical and it needs to learn to abide to the laws of physics that governs it. Learning itself, then, no matter the species, is physical education. And so physical education, it is not the methodology of teaching, nor the class we take at school, but the very essential process through which an organism learns to move, interact with the environment, survive, replicate, replicate in a favorable way, and perpetuate the species. If that doesn't happen, then... If those essential, uh, that essential process of physical education does not occur, the organism will be illiterate and insufficient and dysfunctional and unable to satisfy its most fundamental needs and it will perish or it will become a leech, sucking the life of every other organism of its species, taking away necessary time, resources and energy from others until it dies by itself or eliminated by the collective or until the, excuse me, or until the other components of the organism uh, habilitated or rehabilitated. I'm taking into consideration here the uh, Howard's Blo Howard Bloom's theory of the global mind. But anyways, I will continue. I stopped at other components of the organism rehabilitated so that it can follow its natural course of uh, and function. Okay. However, in some cases, 
when this natural process does not happen, this process of physical education through which every single organism and every single species has to go through, in some cases, if it doesn't happen, this organism becomes a malign entity. Uh, entity, I'm sorry, a cancer of sorts, poisoning those around. And that poisoning, if not taken care of, multiplies exponentially, damaging those around and damaging the entire species, an epidemic. So, and so that's my definition of physical education and what happens when it goes correctly and what happens if it doesn't go according to the laws of nature of each organism. And I believe that we got it wrong in the sense that we are applying uh, alone, uh, phys- uh, applying this concept alone to humans. <coughs> Excuse me. Made part of my stuffy nose. Uh, is allergy season here in Florida, so it's uh, everybody's going crazy. At least in Central Florida, where I am, people are going crazy with their allergies. So, anyways, we're applying this concept of physical education just for humans but if you observe a a puppy a dog um it goes through that process however rudimentary it is however it is that that of his species go through and however uh its parents go through or even if it's a let's say an adopted dog such as mine that there was no there were no parents or parent dogs there around uh it goes through that process learning how to interact with itself, right? Learning about his body and, you know, what is what and how to go to the bathroom. And however organically it happens, consciously or subconsciously, it goes through it. And how to move around the environment and how to interact uh, uh, socially. In my dog's case, for example, how to interact with me, with my daughter, with my steps, with my wife, with the neighbors, with the neighbor's dog and whatnot. Uh, the same thing applies to bees, or the same thing applies to, uh, uh, again, any organism in, the, in this world. Think of a bacteria, for example. If it's a, 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 a multi, uh, uh, I would say cellular or, or multi-component organism, uh, think of bacteria and how they replicate every single component or every single, yeah, every single component of that organism needs to learn how to interact with itself and with that environment in order for the bacteria to survive. Um, so it is a social uh, 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 organism anyways. Or even if it's a, a single cell organism. However, again, rudimentary, it is it, it has to learn to interact with itself and with the environment in order to survive to get food, to be in a safe place, to not be eaten by predators, uh, and so on. So that's my definition of physical education. I think once we apply that type of mentality to the process of physical education, not just in schools, take this, take this away from school. This is something that happens from the moment any organism is, is, is conceived or from its inception to the moment that that organism dies. Uh, if we think of a baby, uh, you know, what? Uh, from the moment it starts forming that fetus uh, or the fetus starts forming and its neural system creates <coughs> or generates or starts generating, that's already an organism, right? And it starts learning. 
It starts learning how to stretch its skin so it grows. It starts learning how to grow bones. It starts learning how to save certain information from the environment in which it is located uh, and so on. And it becomes a baby and, and comes out and it starts learning how to cry, how to breathe, how to move around, how to look around, how to recognize all of these things are physical experiences because we are physical beings. We're physical organisms and every organism in this world is, is, is physical. Therefore, everything we learn through our life, throughout our, through our entire lifetime is then physical, a physical experience. So every education or type of education we go through, however rudimentary it is, at home, at school, at work, at sports, at recreation with other kids and whatnot is physical education. Okay, so that's my my definition of, of physical education. And I've been working with a, a, a little mind map um, for all the components of physical education and human movements and all that. So far, I have a couple of pillars, uh, six pillars for human movements. You get stability, balance, locomotion, rhythmics, manipulatives, and stationary. <coughs> and I'm sure that there's many more. This is always, uh, I, I consider this a, non, a non-stop, a never-ending learning process oh, until the moment I lie. Um, and even sitting down and learning how to read, and I think I've mentioned this before, even sitting down and learning how to read is a physical education or, or, or part of that physical education process. You have to learn how to time. If you're reading out loud, for example, you have to learn how to time uh, uh, your eyes you know, uh, recognizing recognizing uh, letters and words and how to pronounce them uh, so that way you can understand them yourself or, or that someone else can understand them. Uh, and if it's, you know, in different languages, then better or, 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 or then goes through a, a different uh, uh, level of physical education. In my case, for example, I can read in English, but uh, I can also read in Spanish. So that's two, two languages that I uh, am through which I go through this process of physical education. So I, I think we're limiting that, um, the, 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 the definition of physical education just to humans. And I think just because we, we want to humanize everything and we want to make everything in our image, we are not taking into consideration that it applies to every single organism in the world and perhaps in the universe. It doesn't matter if, in, if it's an organism that doesn't have a body as we see it or as we understand it. Think of a tardigrade, for example, it's, a, it's, a, it's an organism still, and it goes through a process of physical education to learn how to interact with itself, with the environment and with all the tardigrades around. Um, and even if there was such a, a thing as an entity that has no, no physical, uh, I would say, well, everything is physical. Let's just say an entity that is made out of electricity it needs to learn how to control that energy so that it doesn't dissipate in the air, right? It, or doesn't discharge somewhere that it shouldn't. <coughs> I'm going a little sci-fi here, but it should. It, it would be like that. And so that's my definition of physical education. I believe that we shouldn't, uh, as, 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 as a species, we should understand and consider that we are not the only species in this world and in this universe that 
all of the rules and laws of physics uh, uh, that govern this universe apply to every single organism and that everybody depending on their uh, every organism depending on their body size shape and whatnot goes through a different process of uh, of physical education um, and so for example we apply myofascial release techniques to to ourselves as humans but for example there is myofascial release techniques that could be applied to to a dog for example there's people who do that because Fascial tissue is something that is present in almost every organism too. Even in an apple, there is fascial tissue right at the microscopic level. <coughs> so, one more time, I think expanding our mentality in that we are not the only species or we are not the only organism in this world that goes through the process of learning and interaction in a social way and learning how to use our own bodies and then how to move around and then how to whatever. And we and, 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 as, and as soon as we take away the idea that physical education and fitness is just for sports and being stronger and having a six, a six pack, I think we'll do better, not just as individuals and in movement, but also as a society. It'll apply as a society and as a species uh, and as part of this collective of, of multiple species that, that habitate and that, in this world or on earth and whatever world we visit it should should we ever live in mars or the moon or whatever if there is so so anyways that was my introduction um i've been playing a little bit with the idea of playing music my last my last uh, two episodes had some music one had uh music at the beginning the last one was at the end. Today, I'm going to play one at the end. I'm going to, uh, at the end of the, the entire episode, there is going to be a, a song. Um, and there is going to, the reference for that artist is going to be at the at the bottom also, the description. And it's a Puerto Rican uh, a rap uh, singer called Residente uh, or The Resident. Uh, and the song is Spanish, but the song is about movement. And he says that, well, everything moves right regardless if you are quadriplegic your heart still moves your lungs still move your body can still move you move your head and whatnot uh, and, and and that movement is life and life is movement so and it is a very rhythmic type of tropical music and i think you should listen to it and i think you can even apply it to your uh, workout session and and you know try to dance to the rhythm of, of residente but anyways, that is going to be at the end of the episode for now. Uh, we'll make a little cut here and go to the, well, that was a long introduction, 26 minutes, uh, and go to, to, well, something else that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so talk to you in a second. Okay, welcome back again to this episode of Edification and Well-Being. Thank you for staying tuned. So, one, it's basically again a couple of notes that I took on a uh, a Facebook post that I saw. Someone posted something about Will Smith. I think I have it somewhere around here, and I'm going to read it to you. Um, and I found that very interesting because I think we are one of the things we are failing, or or we are failing as a society, I think, uh, as an entire society uh, and, and as a species and also uh, 
we are failing in how to teach our kids is the, the concept of responsibility. I think we are going to a point in which we are depositing our own responsibility into some other people or into someone else rather than us taking responsibility for what we have to take responsibility. As an example, you know, exercising, right? Um, I've been, uh, uh, not just me, but many, many colleague trainers uh, find it that, that their clients are just, well, there and depositing that that responsibility on on the on the trainer and not on themselves to do whatever it takes for them to be either healthy or be a better athlete or eliminate pains or whatnot depending on what the goal is so and i i found i've been thinking about that for many many for for some time and then i found on facebook a post about will smith okay and i think this is something that can be applied as like again and in, in, in health and fitness and physical education uh, and it's interesting. Well, I gotta gotta uh, find the post first so I can read it to you. So, but yeah, I, I mean, it could be a, it could be applied in health and fitness and physical education, but also could be applied in almost everything and even how we raise our kids. And I'm gonna make a, 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 a an anecdote. Excuse me, <clears throat> on that uh, uh, from a couple days ago, from a couple of days ago. Uh, in which I heard a couple of moms uh, talking about how their kids weren't given a prize when they, you know, when they got an A on a test or whatever. So I found it very unfair for people to think that their kids should have a prize just for breathing. Uh, as a former teacher, uh, I think, and as, as I think as a logical thinking person. But anyways, let's start with the with the post from this from Will Smith, and then. We'll, we'll go from there. So the his comment is, and this is about her wife, uh, his wife, I'm sorry. He says that her happiness is not my responsibility, that she should be happy and I should be happy as individual, as an individual. And then we come together to share our happiness. Giving someone a responsibility to make you happy when you can't do it for yourself is selfish. And I think there's a lot of truth in there. It's not just selfish, it's, it's irresponsible. Uh, I've had conversation, for example, conversations, for example, with my stepson, and we're talking about, you know, girlfriends and, and, and romances and whatnot. And one day he mentioned that he was just looking for someone that make him happy. And I said, well, that's that's wrong. Totally wrong. Because... And then, well, let me clarify first. Again, this is a podcast about also health and 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 learning in general, not just physical education. And happiness has to do with that. So, anyways, uh, I said, well, because you're responsible for your own happiness. I think I think no, you shouldn't be seeking for anybody to 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 deposit to deposit. I'm sorry, that responsibility on. It is you who have to decide or find out what is it that make you happy, and it is you who has to work for that in order to attain it, right? Uh, because then what happens is if, if you deposit your faith or your that responsibility onto someone, when that someone disappears, you were never happy. It was just in that pocket, that pocket being the person that, that disappeared. And 
as I said, this is something that can also be applied in, in every at every level of education, physical education, health, fitness, uh, a diet or whatnot. Um, as, uh, a few weeks ago, I met a woman who wanted to exercise or wanted to train with me, right? <coughs> Excuse me. And she told me that I was going to be responsible for her weight loss. That, I mean, should she train with me, then I was going to be responsible for her weight loss, right? And she that she was going to deposit all of her faith in me. And quite frankly, what I heard from that, from those words was, if you don't get to lose, if I don't get to lose weight, it is going to be your fault. Um, and you see, you know, thanks to, to, to my understanding, to popular culture and to miseducation, to pseudoscience, and, and all of this uh, 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 society in which everybody can play that game, you know, and we can just made up, make up something and sell it and, 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 and make everybody else think that we are saviors. Um, I think that trainers or teachers uh, are some, I think people believe that, or, or general population, I would say, uh, believe that trainers that us trainers health coaches or uh, you know physical educators are some sort of miracle workers that we can make people different and the truth is we're not we're tools we're counselors we're advisors that help people but we do not make anybody lose weight or we or or we don't make anybody get lean or bulk up or be strong etc we help but we do not make <laughs> and this is something I'm trying to, I, I'm always being, oh, well, not always, but I've been for the last, I would say 10 years being careful of, uh, and when I talk about what I do and when I ask a client for a testimonial, for example, I, yes, it is always, you know, emotional and beautiful when, it, when someone writes a testimonial saying, wow, that I am the guy that helped them or that made them do whatever it is. But I try to ask them to not put me as this, this only entity that can help because I'm not the only one. In reality, when it comes, at least for uh, in the line of, of what I focus, which is, uh, uh, you know, better physical movement, posture, physical education, post-rehabilitation, uh, physical learning, motor learning at all ages. <clears throat> I recently had another client, for example, or got another client, for example, who's uh, 80 years old. But I'm not the only one. You get, you know, the, the, the people from the Gray Institute, for example, doing a great job with the applied functional sciences and with their uh, 3D maps assessment. I think it's one of the most logical ones. You get the people from Functional Patterns, Naudi Aguilar, created by Naudi Aguilar, which I'm writing, I'm, I'm, I'm I started reading his book, The Power of Posture, fucking amazing. And they're doing a great job. And they're helping people with scoliosis, with multiple sclerosis. They are just like I've been doing, helping people standing up from wheelchairs and walking. And the way they're doing it is great. And just like uh, like me and like the Great Institute and like now the Aguilar and, and you know, functional pattern uh, practitioners, there are many uh, physical therapists or, or, or physical educators who are, doing it so I, I i think it's not fair for me to 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 say put me as these you know higher being who only knows how to do this and my wife gets angry 
because she's like, oh, you got to take your credit. And I, I like to take my credit. And if you go to my website, you will be testimonials. But I don't, I don't, I'm not asking them to put me in, you know, in this pedestal. And this is something that I've seen many trainers do when they request videos from, and I've mentioned it here a couple of times, you know, they request uh, testimonial videos from their clients or whatever. And they, they would say, they would ask them to, Hey, try to try to say in this way or try to put it in this way so that it sounds more uh, uh, <coughs> more like I am this so, sort of, of God that, that that only I can do it. Okay, so and unfortunately, many trainers take advantage of that. You know, they take advantage of people's lack of knowledge and make. A lot of money out of it and unfortunately since there are more of these characters and charlatans than those of us who are I'd say honest and have no uh, no, uh, no bullshit no sugarcoating type of policy people tend to believe that and you know they make a lot of noise they make a lot of noise just not just with their mouth and the mark marketing but with it with pictures of these perfectly beautiful bodies and and sometimes you'd be surprised or just models that they're hiring um, so it's crazy. So, you know, if you're, you who are listening to this, if you are a, what I, when I mention general population, I, I mean, uh, from my perspective, I mean, you know, people who are not personal trainers or coaches or physical educators or, or you know, psychologists or, or any sort of professional that work in a, in a health or learning, learning related environment. You're just someone who is seeking for information to learn on your own. If you're reading this, uh, if you need help with your health and fitness, I can help. And, and, and many other people can help. I've just mentioned, you know, a couple people. You know, Gray Institute is more of an educational ins uh, institution. But, for example, Naudi Aguilar and his guys with functional patterns are doing a great job. It's not just me. Um, and, and, and they can help. But before you take any any action i need you or we need you we need you to to know something okay uh, first what i'm going to say is you need to know how to i would say so you don't fall in a trap either a trap by someone else or device by yourself uh, you know uh, created by by unrealistic or idealistic expectations how to spot a charlatan? How to spot, you know, these people who will sell you the miracle cure uh, versus someone who is an honest uh, uh, trainer or organization or physical educator. So how to identify a charlatan? And um, well, one is that these these people or these celebrities or these uh, social media influencers or, or miracle workers have a few things in common I think I call them red flags and you should be aware of it and and not just if you're part of a general population I think if you are a health coach or a personal trainer uh, or physical educator that that have been part of that I would I would not I couldn't say order I would ask you to at least consider what I'm saying here and try to come more to the side of, of, of honesty and, and science-based uh, education and learning and and honest and and honest training versus selling miracles. I know there's a lot of money, but come on, we're creating an epidemic 
here of, of this functionality. So anyways, these people offer quick fixes. They will tell you that you have a, a you know, a quick fix, you know, 30 days guaranteed or six, six weeks program guaranteed. And, and they will offer a unique method that somehow, somehow only they know. Normally, as I said, this will come in the form of, of, of some sort of timed program, like eight, eight to 12 week transformation programs. Uh, and I would say transformation being a keyword for you to watch out. Um, they promote such things as I'm going to make you a better person. Uh, uh, start losing weight now. Uh, here are my proven method. Here's here's my proven method of weight loss or fitness or gaining straight strength. I'm sorry, or, or 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 stop aging or whatever it is that they're offering, or even learning like my proven method of you reading a book in six hours. Fuck that. Nobody does that. I mean, there's people who do that, but it's, it's something that is very individual. But I'm going to go that, go uh, deeper on that later on. Um, or, or, you know, anything that implies that they and only they have found the solution to your issues, I, I would say watch out for that. Just be careful. <coughs> even having it, even, even someone who, who has a very complete uh, a program and, uh, uh, you know, in all honesty, shouldn't shouldn't start or keep saying, "Well, I'm the only one that can help you." Um, they claim that after so much effort, they have discovered whatever hormone, food, supplement, cleanse, or detox, or diet, or 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 method of exercise uh, that are going to fix you or save you. All right, they will be very elo eloquent about it, and they will. I would say they will mention a lot of woo-woo in, in, in scientific terms. Uh, so once you start, just like when doctors, you know, of course doctors are the other category, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them here, but they would start saying a lot of terms that, that you don't know. And that's, I, I, as a former salesperson, that's a very stupid thing, right? A, a way to confuse you and to get you into whatever it is that we're selling. And I, I did study that when I while I was studying marketing, my uh, MBA. Um, they will tell you that they have done all the work so that you don't have to do it, and this is a very dangerous thing. And so, very watch out for that. Be very careful. Careful. I'm sorry. Uh, watch out for that. Okay. An honest teacher or trainer or coach will guide you and push you but will not take you by the hand or will, will not pamper you, you know, by giving you everything you already processed. We're not birds in which our mama bird comes here with, with already shooed uh, worms and put it in our mouth. We can't do that. It takes work from you. We're not babies uh, and you're not babies. And even babies shouldn't be, shouldn't be raised like that. We shouldn't, we should not give them everything processed. Because then we create a society in which people think they, they they don't have to do anything to obtain what they want, including their health. But as I was saying in my definition of physical education, this process is a very individual thing. And we all have to go through it. If not, we grow up being dysfunctional. So we, gotta be, we, we have to watch out for that. When they 
tell you that they don't they done everything so you don't have to be very vigilant okay these people will guarantee success or will guarantee results and they will try to convince you that without them you're lost they will make it look so that somehow you uh, everybody else has it wrong and it might be the case <coughs> right in a, a very remote case but it might be but just be careful when you hear these terms like I only can I can I only can do it with you know there is nobody else everybody has it so fucked up or whatnot try to look for some recognition that maybe we're not the only ones that have the solution to your problems um, they will have a website or a social media page in which uh, uh, with the pictures of their abs and their buds and their asses and their legs and their flat bellies and pictures of these perfect bodies or pictures uh, of, of them of the many yeah, and of the many 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 people that they have transformed again transformation being something that you have to watch out for and you know with some message saying that you could be like these other people and I, I, although I find nothing necessarily wrong with putting a picture of the results of a client which I mean it says a lot uh, be be very careful when you when you call these people and interview them. Try to find out or watch out if these are not models that have been hired for that. I used to work in places like that, and I would ask, "Hey, but we're, we're not helping these people. These are just models. Uh, we're just putting a picture of them for a transformation program." And you know, my manager would say, Shh, "Shut up! Don't say anything. We yeah, we helped her. This is a story. So be careful with that." Um, they will try to buy you with articles and, you know, that they have written, uh, with the amount of views or comments or whatever in social media. Uh, but as, as, as Puerto Rican rapper Residente, which is the guy I'm uh, closing the episode with a song from him, he says, I'm going to read it in Spanish and then in English. He says, Los medios sociales no determinan el calibre de una persona. Social media does not determine the caliber of a person of an artist or in this case of a, of, of a professional um, I've been offered to buy followers on Instagram almost every week I get someone hey I can guarantee you 4,000 10,000 new followers in you know six hours or whatever so me having you know more than 50,000 of a million followers tells says nothing about my professionalism okay another thing that you have to consider, you know, once you cons once you spot a charlatan or whatnot. Another thing that you have to consider is that, <coughs> unfortunately, popular culture is is making personal trainers and physical educators and coaches and all that, or dietitians or or nutritionists, seen as that the only thing we do is weight loss. Is help people with their weight loss uh, to the point that again charlatans take advantage of that and they say oh, well I'm a weight loss specialist or whatnot but here's the truth here is the hard swallow hard to a uh, hard to swallow pill I'm sorry weight loss is not a specialty boom mind-blowing right listen you can study the, the the science of weight loss there is a science of weight loss because science is simply the study of something 
and how it works. But you cannot specialize in weight loss, right? I hate to break it to you, but weight loss is a byproduct. It is an accident of either physical activity and changes in nutrition. But at the same time, weight loss is the result of illness or sickness or injury. How does it work? Well, as an organism, okay, our body utilizes, utilizes more calories. When our body utilizes more calories than it consumes, then weight loss occurs. <coughs> okay, or more, more energy. Let's take the concept of calories. When our body uses more energy, energy than it consumes, then weight loss occurs. All right. When we, uh, when our body, body as an organism uses the same amount of energy that we consume, then there is weight maintenance. And when we consume or, or when our body consumes more calories than we, we, uh, utilize, then there is weight gain period. That's how it works. That's weight loss. So there's a very, it's, it's an accident. It's a byproduct. But again, it is a result, not just exercise or changes in nutrition, but it could be the result of illness or sickness or injury. All right. Or it could be the result even of a mental illness, like uh, mental slash physical bulimia, anorexia, drug addiction. What are you going to do? Start using drugs now? Smoke crack to weight loss, to lose weight? We got to be careful with these people that tell us they're weight loss specialists. Especially if they come under the umbrella of a company that will, you know, that has the shake or the pills or the exercise program or whatever, because there is no such thing as weight loss specialty. Even bariatric, bariatric, I have issues mentioning that word, bariatric uh, doctors, I would say honest ones, understand that weight loss is not. A specialty that weight loss yes it is something that might be recommended from them if weight itself is the cause of any condition that you may have that is harming your well-being but other than that it is it is not and, and bariatric medicine works with other things okay so what i say is that no matter the diet no matter the exercise method or physical or psychological or medical condition weight loss it's not a specialty. And I would say nobody can specialize in that then. And, you know, you want to know what a specialty is? Football training is a specialty, all right? Within the fitness industry or the, or the coaching or whatnot, if you're a football coach, then that's a specialty, you know? Um, you're a nutrition, nutritionist, that's a specialty. Oh, you studied physical education, that's your specialty. Oh, quantum mechanics or accounting, those are specialties. Nobody goes, goes to college and studies weight loss or paleo dieting or body transformation or how to tighten up legs and asses. It doesn't work like that. Okay? So sorry to break it to you, but that's how it works. Third point in this, uh, think about, you know, and, and building up from this comment of, of, of Will Smith and, and, and responsibility and whatnot. <coughs> Listen. Nobody can guarantee success in the results you're looking for. Um, and I hear this constantly, and I hear this not just from, from trainers and, 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 and nutritional advisors or, or dietitians or whatnot. Damn it, but I hear it from people calling me and want, wanting me to guarantee their success. But this, is, this cannot happen. Nobody can do it. Why? 
there's so many, well, you know, there's so many variables in, in such a journey. Let's just say that your journey is weight loss, right? For one person to really guarantee your weight loss, I would say it's too good to be true. Not even those of us who have degrees, okay? Not even those of us who have, you know, gone to college or university and have actually actual degrees in the topic or, or you know, like 20, 30 years of experience can guarantee that. Uh, people who have been exploring this for years and years and years, okay? And because no one has found the solution for every single issue, our problems are not lineal. We have a diverse uh, uh, amount of issues that result in something that without dealing with that diversity of issues, it's it's hard. And guaranteeing success will require, I would say it's almost a lie. Here, here's why, okay? Here are some examples and explanations why nobody can guarantee results, all right? Or success, okay? This is one. Maybe what is making you gain weight is not lack of exercise or dieting, right? Maybe it's a medical condition. Maybe it is something in your subconscious and it is not since you are not fully aware of it, it's not easy for you to find out what it is. So you have to literally develop the cognition and the awareness of what it is making you gain weight and slowly and systematically and in a way that is sustainable, work on it. And this takes time, a lot of trial and error and patience. Uh, listen, I'm a personal trainer and I have worked in, in physical and occupational therapy. I have certifications in therapeutic stretching and myofascial release. And, 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 and it has taken me years, for example, in my personal case, it's taken me years, for example, to be able to wake up every morning without back pain. I used to suffer tremendous and serious back pain. And it's, I've been, let's say, for the last three and a half years, implementing different things that I know from when I used to work in physical therapy, things from, for example, functional patterns that I've been learning from, from, from the book Power of Cost, uh, Posture, I'm sorry, or the, from my certification in 3D Maps from, from the Gray Institute, and things that I've been learning and reading research papers. It's taking me years. I didn't say, oh, well, in six months, I have to be able to wake up without back pain because I didn't know what the heck was causing my back pain. I used, I, I thought it was weakness, but come on, I've been lifting weights for almost all my life. How weak I am and what part of my body is weak then? So that for body, for somebody to take, to tell you that there is a specific amount of time that they can guarantee this or that they can guarantee it. And this is just one example. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Okay, even if you have, for example, the same issues that I had or the same behavioral patterns that led to my back pain, since your lifestyle is totally different, it's, it's going to take time. I cannot guarantee it. Okay, can I help you? Yes. However, it'll take time. I need to get to know you. You need to get to know you. We need to first figure out what the issue or the, the root of the issue is and then come up with an approach that can be adapted to your reality and, and, and something that is sustainable okay another reason hey perhaps the problem is not that you need to lose weight 
we are seeing weight loss and we are we've been sold weight loss as the cure for every fucking single thing in in our universe now i guess they're, you're telling people that for their car to drive a little faster they have to lose a couple more pounds like three pounds or so i've heard skinny people asking me to help them lose weight but you're already skinny what the hell what are you going to lose you want to lose uh, so perhaps the issue is not that you need to lose weight perhaps it is that you want to look better which has a lot more to do with self-esteem confidence self-respect respect for others eloquence energy projected posture uh, uh, than the size of your body you know why because beauty is in the eye of a beholder the idea that you have of beauty for yourself is not the idea that i may have for beauty for you of beauty for you so not everybody's gonna like you no matter what but it's like that perhaps you want to look better has nothing to do i've met many chubby beautiful ladies and very exciting ones and i am married to one and i like that better than the skinny bitch who thinks she's better than everybody but that has that hashtag perfect body and vice versa you know so it has nothing to do with size or weight perhaps you want to feel better and maybe your issue is that like me for example you had you had a, a severe back pain it had nothing to do with weight loss perhaps it helps but perhaps not perhaps it's a, it was a matter of how you were sleeping or how you were doing your things in your daily living subconsciously perhaps you want to have more energy and maybe it's a nutrition thing it's not a weight thing okay perhaps you want or you need to lose fat which is not the same as losing weight you could be very muscular and weigh 200 pounds or you could be very fatty and weigh 200 pounds doesn't really matter okay perhaps you want to be more confident and maybe that has to do with your intellect maybe that has to do with your self-esteem with how self-actualized you are and it has the, that's a more more of a psychological thing that can be helped with with physical education yes but it has nothing to do with weight loss maybe you want to eliminate a physical pain or a restriction or a discomfort for either whatever you do in your daily living or for sport or for work maybe you just want to move better right it has to do with restriction maybe you want to sleep better but it could be maybe a respiratory issue that has nothing to do with how much you weigh but we're always selling weight as as everything we go to the doctor and unfortunately we have doctors telling us well you know maybe you have to lose weight what the hell but maybe I'm, I'm good with this weight so we gotta be careful uh, maybe maybe you want to be able to run a marathon I know plenty of people who are chubby who run marathons and can run them without any pain with perfect posture and alignment and, 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 and patterns and I know plenty of skinny people who run marathons and end up that marathon being all fucked up back issues knee issues going to the doctor physical therapy and whatnot maybe you want to have better sex with your partner and let me tell you it has nothing to do with weight it has to do more with energy with with the uh, relationship you have with your partner with communication with many other things that way i was asked by a skinny person one once many years ago to help her lose weight so she could she could have better weight uh, have better sex but damn it you're already skinny maybe your issue is a physical thing again maybe you just you're you're 
posture and your uh, 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 structural integrity is so messed up that when you, if you're a woman, when you're on top and you're moving your hips and rocking your hip back and forth, you get a cramp. That has nothing to do with weight loss. You see, maybe you want to laugh more. Nothing to do with weight loss. Maybe you want to make more friends. Nothing to do with weight loss. Maybe you want to you want to get more intelligent and develop upon your, upon your cognition. Nothing to do with weight. Exercise helps with that. Yes, physical education helps with that. Yes, in, yes, in many 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 ways. And the more you get to know yourself as a, a, a as an individual, physically and all of the aspects of health, the better. But it has nothing to do with weight. Maybe you want to be more attentive at work. Nothing to do with weight loss. Maybe you want to breathe better. Nothing to do with weight. To a certain point, of course, right? Uh, or maybe you want to have a better posture. And all these things have different approaches. Uh, uh, popular culture and trend ha trends have, have made people believe that everything related to our health and fitness and education can be fixed by losing weight or by having a smaller body. And that is very dangerous. Can a personal trainer help with all of these things? Yes, we can, but perhaps not, or perhaps perhaps not alone. One of the things that I've done, for example, is I have collaborated with with cardiologists, you know, for my clients' cardiology. I don't know everything, and I'm not claiming that my physical education uh, approach can deal with that. And every, every, you know, with every piece of learning information, factual information that I get. I have to collaborate less and less and less, but it doesn't mean that I know everything. So we gotta be really careful. Uh, you have to understand that when you exercise and when you start eating nutrient dense, uh, uh, also you have to understand this, <coughs> excuse me. When you start exercising and when you start eating like nutrient dense food, meaning more nutritious, more natural food and whatnot, you may gain weight, you may gain weight. Maybe you're a skinny person and you start, you don't want to gain, you, you, you want to lose more weight, but you start exercising and you gain weight. Hey, many times there's a deficit, in, a deficit, I'm sorry, in muscle mass. Maybe you're lacking muscle and once you start moving that body as you're supposed to, muscle sets, you know, start nourishing again with good nutrition and whatnot. Uh, maybe you have really bad nutrition. So even if you are a chubby person or a fat person, uh, and you start exercising, uh, for some period you may gain weight because you're adding muscle mass to your body or bone mass or connective tissue, which, by the way, is more crucial to your health than, than to your health and functionality than weight loss. So I would say, you know, sorry, but shedding pounds and having a small waistline does not equal health. You could be fat and literally be healthier than, again, as I said, a skinny model you are trying to look like. Another issue with pop culture is that it has made us believe that looking hot according to the dominant social standards of beauty equals health. Health is a state of balance in between, you know, the, the different components, people. Health has to do with with our social or state of balance between our social lives or psychological uh, uh uh, aspect intellectual cognitive emotional and spiritual or, or conscious and it's much more than just losing weight okay um, just like with happiness then I'm going to the to the responsibility thing now 
So we went through through uh, the Will Smith thing, and then we went to how to spot a charlatan. Then we went to how to uh, 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 you know the importance of understanding weight loss and 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 what we're being all the crap we're being sold out there. Um, but now we're gonna, I want to talk about responsibility regarding these things. Okay, so just like with happiness, and uh, just like Will Smith mentioned, I, I think and mentioned perfectly in his in his post your health is not your health i'm sorry is your responsibility it's not mine i'm not responsible for you putting your shoes on and showing up no trainer no coach no teacher or professional etc is responsible for making you lose weight or for any other need of or, or health and fitness goal that's also one one reason that nobody can guarantee any success because if I am here and I have a an approach, not I don't want to say method. I want to say I have an approach to help you. I'm here, you know. I can go to your home. I can go to the whatever community gym you go. I, I rent a space for my group fitness classes. I have different ways to help you. But if you don't show up and if you don't follow, you know, the recommendations that I give you or. The, the different ways that I tell you that we should work on, on posture and standing up and breathing and whatnot or, or nutritional recommendation. If you don't do that, then you there will be no success. So how can I really guarantee success? For success to happen, you have to do what has to be done. The help is out there. Again, it's not just me. There's many other people. The help is out there. So... Your health and faith is not in our hands, okay? And you should not deposit your faith in nobody's hands, period. Uh, I know that a lot of trainers or coaches or, or business people, just to, just to make the sale, they will tell you, you can deposit your faith, put your faith in my hand. No, don't do that. Given that you're not dying, I, I would say given that you're not dying at a hospital bed, bed I'm sorry, <laughs> And you're under the care of a surgeon. That's I think that should be the only moment in your life that you are uh, uh, you put your life and your faith in someone's hand. Other than that, it's your responsibility. <coughs> okay, we provide the tools, we give you guidance, and we may go as far as giving you that push that that may get you started. But you have to do all the effort. The first step is you. All right. Either contacting, uh, uh, you know, the help that you need to. Um, the sweating it has to be done by you. The moving has to be done by you. The nutrition or lifestyle adjustment has to be done by you. The learning, which is essential, and this is something that people run from, has to be done by you. If I, as your physical educator, or, or to mention again, Nadia Aguilar, or people from any other anybody, uh, anybody gives you, for example, information for you to read and nourish your brain so you can internalize the importance of, of our approach for you to be better. If you don't read it, then we cannot put that information in your mind. We cannot just punch it through. Okay? Um, any process for any need or goal requires education. Understand that too, very important. And... In most cases, re-education or the process of letting go of all the crap that is out there and then learning facts and learning scientific and, and factual thing. 
And this means developing cognition and awareness uh, of what's going on with you. Okay? As an example, if you've done various, uh, various uh, weight loss programs over the years and you've lost weight, but then you feel that your anxiety, if, if you feel anxious, for example, and you do, if you don't have weight loss programs just to eliminate your anxiety, but you feel like your anxiety or stress or depression or pain, etc., have not disappeared, then go, going through, through some other process just like the ones before, same crap, different stick, is clearly not the solution. Okay? Uh, we we got we to be really careful with that. Yeah, we got to be really careful with that. Um, and the thing about learning too, and I think that's the first aspect that every physical education approach should take, is that motivation and drive, and this is something that I, I, I posted on my, on my social media a couple days ago on my Instagram, and I'm going to read it to you because I think it's very, very essential uh, to, to, to keep in mind Okay, and is that motivation and drive are highly linked to learning. The more we learn, the more we understand something, the more likely we are to engage in related practices. For example, you want to move better and you hire me to move better. I will start giving you a lot of information. I will talk to you about the importance of moving in a certain way. I will send you articles and papers. I'll tell you, hey, read these. It is very important because that's part of what we're going to, going to be doing. The more you learn about that, the more you will learn about yourself and the more you will be uh, uh, more reluctant or uh, not reluctant, less reluctant to, to engage in this practice. If you expect me to just pass information, I don't know, by, by osmosis or by telepathy, it will not happen. Okay. It is important, though, in the learning aspect that there must be congruence. Okay. Uh, meaning that learning and how we apply it, it must be in relation to our reality and not to peer pressure desires. I go back to the weight loss thing. Maybe your back hurts and everybody's telling you weight loss, 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 weight loss. And then you go and lose weight, but your back pain stays there. There was no congruence because you didn't take the time to learn about yourself, to learn what was really causing your back pain or to find someone that could really help you with that. Because we've been so brainwashed with weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. So it's important that learning comes from a factual source, not from pseudoscience. So all of these avocado eating websites, try to avoid them. Okay. I recommend to read textbooks. I recommend to read peer-reviewed papers about the fundamentals of things. And the fundamentals are always important. Principles always first. Okay. Listen to teachers, listen to doctors, scientists, people who have actual experience and did not just uh, 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 life someone who just quit their job to sell shakes. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work like that and it's very dangerous to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. So, another thing is that And this is more of a psychological thing, and I think I'm going to close with this, is that about your responsibility and about all of these things and all this crap that people are, are selling out there and, and, and in a very dangerous way, I think when something or the idea of something becomes a crush, 
in you, meaning that you have to uh, uh, I would say it means that you have developed a codependency of that idea, not necessarily of whatever uh, uh, goal it is. Uh, let me see if I can explain myself. Um, <coughs> if by the result of the constant bombardment of weight loss programs as the solution for every single issue that we have in our life, we are always thinking about weight loss Weight loss every time we feel depressed and then every time my back hurts and every time I feel tired and every time that I feel... I think then we have developed a codependency, a, 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 a cognitive or a, a, an idealistic codependency, okay? And there is something wrong either with you, most likely, and this is not, I'm not, I don't say it in a negative way, it is, I say it in a realistic way, uh, or with that idea, you know, and the idea could come from somebody else telling you that. So either that system, person, or philosophy is deliberately and systematically planting in you, and in some cases, even subconsciously, uh, uh, or in most cases, when it comes to a lot of marketing bombardment, excuse me, uh, planting in you the idea that without them, you cannot accomplish your goals, or you have, uh, 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 it's either that, or you as an individual has have a codependent personality, okay? And these either or is wrong. Either or is not healthy, okay? So you have to sit down with yourself and find out which one is. Like if you've always been a codependent personality, you've never had uh, the motivation or you never, you, you've, you've always depended on everybody or something else to do what you do. Or... I don't know. So you got to be careful. And I, in either case, codependency is a very dangerous thing. So so I would say seek help. Again, find a physical educator. Try to read about things. Read about the fundamental of things. And once you, I think that once you read the fundamentals of things, it will be easier for you want to gain motivation towards taking action, uh, 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 towards whatever it is that you're looking for. Uh, and also, it'll help, to help you to identify uh, uh, honest, uh, 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 practitioners. Let's just put it that, that way. I'm sorry. Uh, so if it's you to have a problem, find a qualified, you know, psychologist or a good coach or, or physical educator or someone who is offering actual realistic, not easy help. All right. Uh, read, meditate, talk to someone, friend, family, help, etc. And if it's not you, Whatever it is that it is trying to install in your mind, the idea that you need to be dependent of it, then get rid of it. However hard it is, find a way and get rid of it or find help and get rid of it. Okay, that's those are my recommendations as an, as an educator. Remember, I'm not a psychologist. Okay, uh, uh, so if it's psychological help that you need first, then find your psychologist. But when it comes to physical education, to health, to your fitness, to your physical aptitude, to your functionality, I I, I can help, all right? Um, and I'm not trying to sell here. I mean, I know you're listening online and you could be anywhere in the world. But what I wanna, what I wanna say is that in the end anyways, that it is your responsibility to take the first step. And even when you find the proper help, it is your responsibility to keep doing it, to learn about, about whatever it is that you're doing, to learn about yourself, to learn 
uh, uh, all the proper uh, fundamentals and step. It is your responsibility. We can we provide it to you. It's like <coughs> it's like now we live in the era of Google, and the more information is out there, the less informed we are. Because we think that we can just access it so easy, but it is our responsibility to find and read papers. Still, it is our responsibility to do that. Read whatever it is that we have to read, that it is factual. So, in the end, one more time, your health is your responsibility. I am here to help. I am here to push you. I am here to to provide inspiration, not motivation. That comes from you. Drive that comes from you too. Uh, But I would say, I will stop saying I, and I will say we honest coaches are here to help. Uh, and I, I speak uh, 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 on behalf of every honest uh, 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 approach or, or practitioner out there. But it's your responsibility to take the first step. All right. So wake up in the morning and do it. It is your responsibility. All right. We'll not, we'll not pamper you. We'll not be you know putting an alarm for you. Or whatnot. Um, so, anyways, that's it for today. Let me know what you think about this uh, 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 podcast of today. I think uh, I, I, I put the ball back on your court and it is your time to play. And it is your responsibility to make the play. I guess if I can say it that way. So, anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, again, you know, uh, shoot me an email if you have any research that you can start, uh, share. If you, uh, whatever comments you have about my podcast, it will be freaking amazing to just to know. Uh, even if it's negative, it'll give me a feedback, okay? And 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 and, and, and good information uh, in order for me to either accept it or or not, or to you know improve upon my podcast and and my book. Again, remember, this is a compliment for, for a book that I'm writing. So any information that you can provide will be uh, uh, appreciated. If you have research that you can share, let me know. If you feel like you can uh, donate to this podcast, uh, go to my link. And I'll later on, I'll be putting my Patreon. <coughs> All the information will be down in the description. If you are a professional who works in the world of health, fitness, and whatnot, uh, education and learning in general, let me know. You're a psychologist. Let me know about yourself. Shoot me an email and, and, and give me your opinion in my podcast in the topics that I, that I mentioned. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong with something and, and you can correct me, not just me, but many other people are out there. Uh, maybe you can school me. And I'm always open to be schooled because I am a, an explorer. I'm, an, I'm a learner. So that's great. Let me know. And we'll talk. We'll make it happen in the podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, 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 participating in that sense. Share this with your friends and family. Leave me a review on Apple or iTunes or wherever you've listened to your podcast. Uh, and I'll see you in the next episode, hopefully in the next two weeks or within the next month. And I will play you out with the song Todo Se Mueve or Everything Moves by Puerto Rican rap singer Residente. See you guys. Or, well, talk to you later, guys. All right. Try number two. I'm having issues with this uh, recording thing. Anyway, uh, guys, again, quick. Uh, li thank you for listening. Uh, quick thing here. I uh, Sadly, I had to eliminate the music. 
uh, or the song that I wanted to play due to uh, copyright issues, right? I don't. Nobody said anything. Uh, by the moment I'm recording this, I haven't even uh, published the the episode. However, I just want to avoid any copyright issues. I visited a few uh, legal sites where they they educate about the, the the utilization of music and 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 any other thing uh, that has a copyright in podcasts and. Well, I decided just to eliminate it. But anyways, you know, go to YouTube or go go to your, you know, Pandora or Spotify or whatnot and check out Residente or Calle 13, who was the, the, the name of his former band. And the song is Todo Se Mueve or Everything Moves. All that description is on the, uh, on the description of this episode. Um, and another thing that I wanted to say quickly is that I've been mentioning people here, uh, great Institute. I've been mentioning functional patterns and, uh, uh now the Aguilar, his, uh, its creator or founder. Um, uh, listen, I don't know. I don't know these people. Uh, and as far as I know, they don't even know me. So I just, I just feel like I needed to mention that. I don't know. Maybe I feel like, like people would think that I, that I am doing this, uh, or mentioning them as, as a way of promoting whatever they're doing, and I'm, I'm promoting whatever they're do, whatever they're doing because I believe that it is valuable for for our health and fitness, and it's great information that they're they're uh, passing. However, we, we haven't been in contact. We are, they don't know about me again. I don't know about them, and this is not some sort of business arrangement that we've done. Um, having said that, though, if you know any of them, right? If you know now the Aguilar or any of the people who uh, I would I would say now the Aguilar or Gary Gray or Doug Gray from Gray Institute or whatnot, uh, and you, you have their contact, hey, let them know about me, and 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 I would like to have conversations with them in the podcast. Of course, I would do that. Um, but anyways, I feel I I felt like I needed to to make that clear. Anyways. Guys, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I talk to you in the next couple of weeks. All right. See you later then, or talk to you later then. Bye bye.